Happy New Year 2024, everyone. This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Deuteronomy 11 in the NLT. But first and always, we pray. Dear Lord, the calendar has flipped, but nothing has changed. We're constant, we're consistent. What we start, we finish. We don't do it in our own power, of course. We give no credit to ourselves or to myself. I give all credit to you, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. I thank you so much for all you have done in 2023. I ask for blessings 2024. Um, I don't deserve you, Lord, but I thank you so much for your word, the happiness, the joy that it brings me. And I definitely want to finish and I definitely want to enjoy the journey, but at the same time, have a growing reverence, respect, and a, a great wish to be holy, to be reverent, to be hallowed, to be sanctified. There's a lot of Talmud in the world, and I don't think it's going to get better, Lord, to be honest. Um, but I think with you in the heart, with you in the life, there will always be joy and peace and happiness in the Lord's house. So bless me now, Lord, as I read your word, and help that anybody who's listening will also be blessed to hear your words uh, that you have spoken through the Holy Spirit. I pray in the name of Christ. Amen. It's 2024. This is January the 1st. And I guess... The adventure continues, and we have to be, as Christians, we have to be diligent, sober, forward, progressive, with a powerful iron resolve, with a commitment, dedication, um, can't afford to be lax, lackadaisical. We need to strive. We need to show God that we mean business. Anything that we do or determine, it's because the Lord is living in us and gives us that Holy Spirit power. We are saved for good works, and no one is safe from sin. No one is completely free from sin, but we know, Lord, that one day we will be. But for now, we push ahead. Deuteronomy 11. In the NLT. You must love the Lord your God and obey all his requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. So, again, we're talking where it seems to be a constant emphasis that God is uh, giving to Moses about loving God, doing his commands, obeying the commands. And even though this is the law, remember they came from total lawlessness. They came from Fair, uh, from Egypt. They didn't have any kind of laws for themselves. Maybe the Egyptian had laws for their society, and but it didn't really apply to the Israelites. They had nothing. They were given nothing. They would just sort of go according to the culture. But even though we, um, even though it's the uh, commandments of law, this is in a way this is God's grace. He's giving them these commands. He's telling them to stay in a narrow path, and the narrow path has these guardrails, these laws, and to walk in them so that they would be blessed and they would make right decisions. Because as humans, we don't make good decisions if we're left on our own. You must love the Lord your God and obey all His requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. Keep in mind that I'm not talking now to your children who have never experienced the discipline of the Lord your God or seen his greatness and his strong arm and powerful arm, his strong hand and powerful arm. They didn't see the miraculous signs and wonders he performed in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his land. They didn't see what the Lord did to the armies of Egypt and to their horses and chariots, how he drowned them in the Red Sea as they were chasing you. He destroyed them. And they have not recovered to this very day. So that is what Moses is saying. So this is, is this like 40 years in the past? Like destroying Pharaoh, destroying, you know, his um, 
chariot. So, yes, they were still in Egypt, but uh, Moses is saying that God really uh, disciplined them, and Egypt has not recovered, but I guess they know that Egypt has carried on. Egypt has somehow managed to limp along, but they were not the same as they were when they were exploiting the children of Israel. Your children didn't see how the Lord cared for you in the wilderness until you arrived here. They didn't see what he did to Dathan and Abraham, the sons of Eliab, a descendant of Reuben, when the earth opened its mouth in the Israelite camp and swallowed them, along with their households and tents and every living thing that belonged to them. But you have seen the Lord perform all these mighty deeds with your own eyes. So we've seen, we haven't seen it with our eyes, but we've seen it through faith. We've seen it through the lens of the Bible. We have seen uh, that in the Bible, that the stories in the Bible happened. And some people tend to spiritualize the whole Bible and say these things didn't happen. I believe they did happen. I believe the the Bible may not be 100% scientific and 100% historical, but there's definitely history here. I believe this really happened. And if we just spiritualize everything away, how are we going to learn any lessons? How are we going to learn lessons? Like, I think God is saying, look, it, I, I mean business. I'm very serious. And Moses is saying, God means business. He wants you to be perfected. He wants holiness from you. And when God asks something, he expects it to be done. And the, the cups of wrath is filling up with all the nations even now. The nations are just going about their own thing, thinking that God doesn't care, and just holding God in derision, but God will hold them in derision. Because one day God will demand from them the high standards that they're not putting forth. And what are they going to do then? Who are they going to turn? Who are they going to turn to help them out of a pinch? What are they going to do? Call Ghostbusters? God is very serious. I can even see that as I read this. God is very, very serious. The blessings of obedience. Therefore, be careful to obey every command I am giving you today, so you may have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter. If you obey, you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors and to you, their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot as in a vegetable garden. Rather, the land you soon, you soon, you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. Is that, is that how Israel is now? I think that they have something called drip irrigation because they needed to be able to make the desert a flourish. So has something changed? Are we talking about the same exact geographic place? Because it sounds like Egypt was a bit of a desert, and now Israel's a bit of a desert too. If you carefully obey all the commands I'm giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rains in the proper seasons, the early and late rains, so you can bring in your harvest of grain, new wine and olive oil. He will give you lush pasture land for your livestock, and you yourselves will have all you want to eat. But be careful, don't let your heart be deceived, so that you turn away from the Lord and serve and worship other gods. If you do, the Lord's anger will burn against you. He will shut up the sky and hold back the rain, and the ground will fail to produce its harvest. Then you will quickly die in that good land the Lord is giving you. So God is asking them to obey, so that God's blessings may be, so their land may be blessed. Their land may prosper if they obey God and live in relationship with him. 
so that he can bless them and he wants to bless them. He wants them to live together in peace, love, and harmony. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to, to, to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. So God is about family. He's about faith. He's about friends. He's about flourishing. God is not about lack. God was never about lack. But it seems that um, obedience was lost somehow and that now there is a lack of abundance. There is a lack of resources. And somehow with God, without God in the society, in the heart, things begin to dry up. The happiness and the joy and the good time begins to dry up. Without God, there are no happiness. There is no good times. There is no soft heart. And relationships really struggle. Verse 22, be careful to obey all these commands I am giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him, clinging to him. God wants us to cling to him. Then the Lord will drive out all the nations ahead of you, though they are much greater and stronger than you, and you will take over their land. Whenever you set foot, that land will be yours. Wherever you set foot, that land will be yours. Your frontiers will stretch from the wilderness in the south to Lebanon in the north and from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you, for the Lord your God will cause the people to fear and dread you as he promised wherever you go in the whole land. Sounds like that God wanted people to respect Israel. He didn't want them to be the underdog. He didn't want them to be stepped on. Look today, I'm giving you the choice between a blessing and a curse. You'll be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today. But you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship gods you have not known before. I would like to be blessed. I would like to know God, to know God, not just what I can get out of God, but obviously if I follow God's principles and take care of my health the way God wants and, and eat a clean diet and a good diet, um, it's not about following rules. It's about prospering. It's about doing what God asks, a lot, making decisions based on his wisdom and what he's told us to do, not just out of fear, but actually out of great respect and out of gratitude because God is trying to help us navigate this life. And instead of trying to struggle over every decision, what has God told us to do? It must be good for our health. It must be good for our spiritual, our mental, and our emotional as well. Verse 29 when the Lord your God brings you into the land and helps you to take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessings at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. These two mountains are west of the Jordan River in the land of the Canaanites who live in the Jordan Valley near the town of Gilgal, not far from the Oaks of Morah. For you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you take that land and are living in it, you must be careful to obey all the decrees and regulations I am giving you today. I believe that the Holy Land is the site for the New Jerusalem. Um, so I think the New Jerusalem is also coming. And I think that maybe this Jerusalem that's here on earth, it seems to be a lot of stuff going on there, a lot of drama. And I believe that the site of Israel on the earth will one day be the site of New Jerusalem where God will dwell with his creatures and there will be peace and joy. I don't tell you what to think. I ask you to think about what I tell you. Again, Happy New Year to you. I hope that everyone had a nice holiday.
blessings. And I think that if we follow God and cling to him, that despite whatever happens in the world at large, we will be blessed by God. That is my feeling. That is my faith. And that's for everybody, everybody to decide for themselves. I don't tell people what to do. And, but I know what I have to do for myself. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for keeping on and carrying on. And I hope this is fun for you as it is for me. God bless.